What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley, and you are listening to the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast, where we share with you the underground ninja skills and tactics the top sales and marketing leaders are using to create financial and lifestyle freedom. And the question that everybody is asking is, how do I create financial and lifestyle freedom for me? That is the question, and this show is the answer. Welcome, everybody. This is Ryan Staley, and I am your host of the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom podcast. Have a very, very special guest today. I have Larry Lawn Jr. in the house. Larry, can you give a shout out to everyone? Yo, what is going on? <laughs> Thanks so much, Ryan. Happy to be here. I am definitely up in the house. Can you hear me now? <laughs> we can hear you. We can hear you. You are, are, are literally energy embodied into a human. So uh, everybody strap on your seatbelts right now and get ready for a hell of a ride. So I'll, I'll give you a little backdrop on Larry just so you know who he is and have a, a bit of perspective. Uh, Larry Long Jr. is the Director of Collegiate Sales at Teamworks. He's also the founder and CEO of Larry Long Jr. LLC, which focuses on sales, motivation, inspiration, coaching, He's an experienced sales leader in, in SaaS with a tremendous track record. On top of it, his ninja skill areas, I would say, outside of energy and motivation, are sales training, development, leadership. And he works with small companies to large companies, also sports teams. So that's pretty cool for, for you if you're into the sports area. And he's really, really focused as an individual on finding ways to continuously learn and grow which is near and dear to my heart because that's that's one of the awesome byproducts of this show is I get to meet people like Larry and other folks and constantly learn their ninja skills and bring it to you, the listener. So, so Larry, why don't you give everybody just a little bit of an understanding about your background, kind of like how you got to where you're at today, um, how you have so much energy and motivation and like to, to just walk everyone through that so they could, they could hear that. Man, I appreciate the kind intro, Ryan. That means a lot. Uh, as a youngster, I moved around a lot. My parents, my father worked for Department of Veterans Affairs, serving our veterans. So whether it was Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Danville, Illinois, Grand Island, Nebraska, Coatesville, Pennsylvania, wow. born in Maryland, back to Maryland, I've been around the world and then back again. But uh, that experience really set me up for success. Uh, the song that my mom used to sing to me is make new friends, but keep the old one is silver while the other is gold. That's oh, really wow. made me who I am. I went and played baseball at the University of Maryland. Go Terps. Uh, my father ran track in Maryland. My sister, who's 10 years younger, she ran track in Maryland. I was the black sheep. Uh, literally and figuratively in the family <laughs> playing baseball. But uh, that really set me up for, for great success in business as well as life. Just all the lessons that you learn from playing a team sport, but also one that counts on you as an individual to deliver. Uh, professionally, I went to spring training with the Dodgers and the Red Sox. They told me to hit the road, Jack. I worked in IT doing consulting with Accenture, learned a lot there. And what I learned was that I wasn't really passionate about putting in systems that eliminated jobs. So I moved to good old Rollywood, North Kakalaki, Raleigh, North Carolina, to open up an indoor baseball softball academy. What do they say? If you can't play it, you might as well teach it, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what I learned from that experience is that cash is king. If you run out of cash, you don't have a business anymore. So my parents bailed me out and bailed me out. Then they mm -hmm. said, you're not a big bank. You're not too big to fail. 
We love you so much. We're going to let you shut it down. So I've been in technology. I've had eight different stops uh, at tech companies, publicly traded, mid-size, and startups. And I've really found my groove. I've really found my niche working in startups. And that's where I'm at now. I, 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 my previous job was at a, a unicorn pendo. And uh, my current job is at Teamworks, which makes the dream work. We sell software, a platform to help empower and engage elite athletes. So I'm director of collegiate sales, which I absolutely love having the uh, impact and the positive impact on the student athlete's life because I've lived it before. I know how challenging it can be. And to be able to serve them is a dream come true. Wow. It's a lot to unpack there, man. So, th so thank you for that, Summer. That's great. It, it's, it's like everybody out there knows that where you came from and, and how you got to where you are today. And, you know, one of the things that, that I heard you say that, that I love to dig a little bit deeper in is that you learned a lot of lessons from, from being in team sports and, and elevate. I mean, it, it takes a lot to play collegiate sports and then to get pro tryouts as well, even though you didn't make it, there's very few people that even get to that point. So what would you say is the number one thing that you learned from, from that experience and kind of getting up to that level, like that, that you're, you're leveraging throughout life on a continuous basis? Yeah, so I can't give you one, but I'll, I'll keep it to two. Number one, <laughs> and this can't be overstated, is hard work, mm -hmm. hard work. I mean, it sounds so simple, but most people, man, yeah, I, I can honestly say most people are looking for that silver bullet. They're mm -hmm. looking for that magic dust. We, we live in a microwave society where we want it right now, and I'm guilty of that. But uh, what I learned in, in that, in, in sports, is you've got to work hard. And most people say, oh, I work hard. No, you don't. Let, let's keep it real. You don't really work hard. Number two is to never be satisfied with the status quo. Wherever you are today, whatever level you're at, you can't be satisfied because if you're satisfied and you get complacent. That's not a good place to be. And that's why I launched my, uh, my business was to help shake people up, uh, mm -hmm. organizations and individuals that get stuck in a rut. I've been there before. We all get stuck in a rut. But essentially for me, my dad, who passed away four and a half years ago, he's the one that would come and he would shake me out of my rut. Hey, Larry, that's not the way I raised you. That's not how we get down. Uh, I'm Larry Long Jr. You're, you're not going to disrespect our name. You better get back to the drawing board. You better work hard. So I'm using this as an opportunity to help individuals and organizations to get themselves out of a rut, put together a plan, put together a strategy so that they can have the best chance at success. Just because you work hard and just because you're looking to learn, grow, and take your game to the next level, it doesn't guarantee success. There's plenty of people that do it and they, they, they fail. That's just, but what do you learn from those failures so that next time you give yourself an even greater chance of success? Mm -hmm. Believe you me, through my, my journey, I've had plenty of failures, but I've learned from each and every one of them. And it's one of those where I'm not going to let that happen again. Now, I might get blindsided by something else, but essentially what I found is having many mentors. I've got, I've got two big mentors, and I've got a bunch of mini mentors that pretty much they provide me with some of the challenges, some of the uh, hurdles that they've had to overcome so that I don't have to do it. You can learn two ways. You can learn from mistakes or you can learn from mentors. 
when I was a little bit younger and less mature, I said, shoot, let me make all the mistakes I can make. Now I'm a little bit grayer, a little bit wiser. I'm like, nah, if someone else already made that mistake, help a brother out. And for those of you listening, uh, Larry's bald. I'm just throwing that out there. So I, I can see him right now, and I don't know what the hell he's talking about, Gray. I mean, he's bald. He actually's got a little, you know, he's got a little, but he, he looks good. He looks good. A little salt and pepper going on. So, hey, man, I got the same thing, you know. And, and going back to what you're talking about with what your dad said, I think that's, that's an awesome thing to say. So if you're a parent, I'm not going to tell you how to parent. However, one of the things that I took away from what Larry said, besides the hard work aspect, is like how to shake complacency and what his dad would say to him of, of hey, you're not going to disrespect the family name. That's not how I raised you. If there's not more like, I mean, they give me the chills. And it's so simple. If there's not more oomph behind that to your child to uh, get their butt in gear, I think that's something that, that smacks them. So, um, so, so great stuff, man. Uh, you know, I want to dig deeper on what you're talking about. So you said you got two big mentors and you have a bunch of mini mentors. So, so let's talk about that a little bit more. What would you leverage your big mentors for and, and how would you, and you don't have to share their names if you're not comfortable. If you want to, that's cool too. But like, how would you, how do you leverage your big mentors? And then how do you leverage and work with your mini mentors? I think that'd be great because that topic comes up all the time. So, hey, Tom. so my, my, my big mentor is Mark Winchester. He's a sales leader. He's my former VP of sales. And essentially I leverage him for a lot of the big business decisions, uh, a lot of the big stuff. And he's, he's, uh, he's wiser. He's had experience. I mean, he is just super wise and, and just able to provide just great insights for really the big items uh, in, in terms of my career, in terms of my family. And, and for him, he just cares to the nth degree uh, for me. I mean, like I said, my father passed and uh, Mark, I didn't expect him to be there. It was the, the funeral. The services were in Maryland. He showed up and he's just constantly just been there for me as the person. I mean, when we work together, it's like, hey, he's counting on me to produce and to lead the team. But, but he's just been there. I mean, we're going on eight years now that he's wow. been in my life and he, he's just a great sounding board and he's just a great providing uh, just guidance for me. Hey, Larry, you might want to dig in and think about this and think about the timing. Uh, and then the other big one is my mom, Desiree Long. I talk to her every night at nine o'clock. We do a little, little trivia game online and she gets to talk to the kids. But my mom, I run almost everything by her. And uh, I mean, I, I, I don't want to leave out my wife as well. My wife is my number one advisor just every day. And she's kicking me in the behind. Hey, you're telling everyone else to go after their dream. Why don't you go after your dream? Are you scared? And we had this conversation in December and she was right. I was scared. And uh, she said, hey, I got you. I got you, boo-boo. So we went to work and put together a plan. And now we're executing on the plan. Now the mini mentors, and I mean, the best way to, to describe the mini mentors, those are the folks that I talk to each and every day. Essentially, every day I'm talking to folks. Uh, we, we mentioned some people before we went live. Mm -hmm. um, those are folks that I'm learning from that are either in the industry or even outside of the industry, but they're just able to share their experience. And I don't, I mean, it's really many mentors kind of have their time in their place, depending on what's happening. It's not, it's not the constant that Mark has been, that my mom has been, that my wife is, but it's really a time and a place. I'll give you one, Justin Plant. That's the guy that I go to 
when I talk about video. Morgan Ingram, that's another one that I went to when it came to video. He's, he's the, uh, the founder of the SDR Chronicles, and he shared some wise wisdom. He said, Larry, I know you're hesitating on putting out video on LinkedIn. He said, what I've learned and my mentor shared with me is that if you don't do it, you're being selfish. And you can't be scared of, are people going to like it or not? He said, all it takes is one person that you have a positive impact on to make it well worth it. And when I heard that from Morgan, I said, wow, <laughs> I can't not do it now. When you put it like that, I don't want to be selfish. I want to give of myself. He said, hey, you just got to get over, over any uh, reservations you have. And like Nike said, just do it. And it's crazy. You look back at my first video towards the start of uh, the pandemic, my shirt was, was wrinkled. I'm in my backyard with a selfie cam. It was definitely amateur hour, but uh, we've come a long ways. And I just, I appreciate all the mentors out there that have shared insights, learnings, guidance with me. I, I wouldn't be where I am today and I wouldn't be going where I'm going if it wasn't for you. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I've leveraged mentors as well. And this, this whole idea of, of mini mentors, which, which has been awesome. I never really like, I have a group of friends, but they're more offline friends that were in different groups of sales or sales leadership, even business owners. There's, there's quite a few entrepreneurs that, that I know and I would always connect with them and it's just great perspective. And then, you know, one of the awesome byproducts of, of interviewing folks like you and, and all the other amazing people that I'm working with is just, it's great to connect and it's so crazy how many different complementary skills other people have that, that you could learn from, but then there's little nuggets that, that you've been through that they've never even experienced. And so uh, is that like, how, how did you, so that was, that's kind of like my take on it, man. So I, I'm, I think you're, you're spouting some good information there. What about like, how do you develop that network of many mentors? Cause that's what a lot of folks are probably wondering out there. I mean, and just to give you guys a little perspective, Larry's one of the uh, LinkedIn 100 sales stars. Is that, is that the, uh, the list, if you will? Yeah, absolutely privileged to be recognized. That's not something that I set out to. Uh, to answer your first question, it really comes down to relationships. Uh, there's a saying that I learned from one of my other mini mentors, Steve mm -hmm. Nudelberg. And he said, Larry, what I've learned in my 30 years of selling, and this was about seven years ago, uh, he said, is the difference between contacts, people you know, and contracts, people you do business with, whether it's business, whether it's interviewing, jobs, uh, is the letter R. And that R is relationships. He, he doubled down and said, it's not what you know, and it's not even who you know. It's who knows you and who trusts you and who believes in you that makes stuff happen. And I was looking at my life and I said, wow, this guy's spot on. It's about those relationships. When I look at most of the jobs that I've had, it's been based upon relationships where people knew me, they trusted me, they believed in me, and they said, hey, this would be a great opportunity for you. They vouched for me, and I was given that opportunity. So really, in terms of mentorship, it comes down to true, genuine relationships, but also having a, a crystal clear plan of what you're seeking to do. And that's, that might change, but you've got to be able to come to someone and say, hey, here goes what I'm thinking. I would love to get your ideas on X, Y, and Z, as well as here goes how I might be able to assist you. It's a two-way street. Uh, so many times people want to take, 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 take. And I get the request 
all the time. Hey, Larry, can I pick your brain? I don't like my brain to be picked, but I'm open to sharing. But it would be nice if you could share something back. And can you give me a little something, something that will help propel me as I go about my business? So it's really identifying what do, are you hoping to accomplish? Uh, what can you offer? And what are you looking to gain out of that discussion? And it doesn't have to be formal. So many times people think about mentorship and it's got to be a formal. We meet every week. I can tell you with Mark, we meet whenever we meet. He texts me when uh, the games are going on or he knows I love golf on Sunday. How about Dustin Johnson? Uh, mm -hmm. But it's really informal. We talk whenever we need to talk. Yeah, yeah I think that's awesome, man. That's great. And, and like the other thing that with, with mentors, like, you're talking so it sounds like you're leveraging a lot of peers for that in in the mini mentor space so it's, it's kind of like a networking pseudo thought sharing which i think is awesome big time uh, there's a saying that your network is your net worth and oh, yeah. uh there's also a saying that says you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with so be careful of the company that you keep i i always try to surround myself with people that are smarter people that have different experiences uh, I think it goes, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're the wrong room. You better get out. <laughs> so I'm always looking for rooms where there's a lot of smart people that I can learn from, that I can, I can gain, gain insights from, and that I can also share because it's uh, Martin Luther King Jr. says it best. And I love quotes by uh, folks that are smarter than me. He says, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what have you done to help others? So when you wake up, when I wake up in the morning, I think through, what can I do today to help someone else out? I don't want to be a me monster. This, this life ain't about me. I've got two kids. I got a beautiful wife. And there's also tons of colleagues, tons of professionals that can benefit. What can I do? Not what can I think about? Not what can I say, but what can I actually do to support them and to help them along this journey, which is a four letter word that we call life. It's great. I think that's great stuff. The, I mean, the great practice to wake up first thing and think about how can I help someone else? So um, yeah, really, really good stuff. So why don't we talk about a little bit about the, the LinkedIn piece? Let's, let's get a little, bit, a little bit deeper on that. So how did you kind of get to the point? I mean, walk through your approach to LinkedIn with content. I know you've been doing videos on there. We talked a little bit about that before. Obviously it would be like, It'd be like putting baby in the corner if, if we didn't put Larry on video. You, you don't get the full flavor of the personality and the energy and like text only, which is what LinkedIn loves now that the soul crushing algorithm has on uh, video. So, so talk, so talk through that, man. I mean, what, what, what's your approach? What's your strategy? If someone wanted to be the next Larry Lawn Jr. on LinkedIn or their emulation of it, what would they do? Number one, you have to be authentic. You've got to be yourself. I can't be anyone else. It's tough enough just being me. So you've got to be you. Uh, number two, you've got to deliver value. And I mean, you got to, a lot of people get stuck and they're like, I don't know what to say. Well, just share whatever. What's on your mind? I saw an example of a colleague of mine that I work with on, on a little side project. He posted today about SDRs and BDRs and his thoughts around that position. And I'm super proud of him. He put himself out there and it was text, but he's going to be working his way in the video. And you're absolutely right on the algorithm. Uh, I don't, I don't try to game the algorithm. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. I just try to add value. And for me being on video, 
once again, it allows that deeper connection. So it might not go a, a mile wide. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dale Z, who you know, I think he said, uh, you got the smile for a mile. So I'm going to make sure <laughs> that that shines through on video. And whoever sees it, sees it. But I want to establish deep relationships with people and, and just get not deep in my content, because I'll be real, uh, my videos are, are surface. They're, they're two to three minutes. It's called the Midweek Midday Motivational Minute. I'm not going down deep yet on any of the topics. But essentially, I'm setting myself up where I can go deeper on any of the topics that I cover to help people, to serve people, to provide them with my insights, which are different from other people. I mean, that's what makes us all unique is that we've all got our own brain and we've all got our own experiences. And that diversity is really what's beautiful about LinkedIn. I mean, it's, it's the biggest networking uh, conglomeration ever. For me, it's, I'm like a kid in a candy store and Lord knows I love some snacks. I love it. I love LinkedIn. <laughs> so, I mean, my, my strategy, I'm going to be honest with you, is just once a week put out uh, content that I thought through that I think would be valuable to others. And uh, essentially the market will let you know, uh, people will let you know whether this resonated or whether it, whether it missed the spot. And uh, I've been fortunate to be able to resonate with some folks. I'm not for everybody and that's okay. I understand that if I was for everybody, I probably wouldn't be keeping it real on my opinions. Sometimes people don't like to hear the truth, at least the truth as I see it. And uh, the truth as I see it is there's a lot of folks out there, sales professionals, marketing professionals, uh, professional professionals that are just plugging along. They're just showing up. They're not driving towards excellence. I think I heard Deion Sanders say, why are you practicing? Don't practice just to practice. Practice to be dominant. Practice to be the best that you can possibly be. And that's my message is what are you doing to take your game to that next level? to be the best that you can possibly be. And if you're being honest with yourself, I think most of us can look in the mirror and say, you know what, I could be doing more. The question is, will you do it? It's a great question. I mean, that, that's, that's a big reason why I left the corporal, man. I, I just, I had that voice inside my head. It's like, you could do more. You could do more. You could give more, you could be more, right? And, I, like I, I hear that coming up with a lot of other folks in and out, but, but that's awesome, man. You're, so you're showing up from a place of service where you're like, Hey, if I'm going to put content out there, it's to, to create something that the market finds valuable. And here, I'll tell you a funny story. So I literally, the first article I ever wrote, which <laughs> I, won't, I won't give a spoiler yet. I was so stressed about writing an article. And then, and this is about a year and a half ago, maybe. And about hitting like submit, hitting that submit button. And then you know what I did? So I was like, I was stressed out. I was like, oh, what am I gonna do? I was like anxious. And I'm sure other people go through this. And it's weird because now I'm like on video, kind of like what you're talking about. I'm totally comfortable with it, or I'm on a podcast. And freaking, I'm like sweating. I got knots in my stomach. I got like that elephant sitting on my chest. And I hit submit. And guess what happened? Nothing. Nothing happened. So if you're starting, it's okay. Because even if the market tells you you stink, there's not a big market that's telling you that. So uh, eventually you'll find your way. And probably to date, my very first article has like probably 300 views on it or something like that. So all that stress and consternation was about nothing. 
Um, which is a lot of times we build stuff in our head. And uh, <laughs> so it's great that you approach it from that angle. All right, Larry. So why don't we talk about this? So what would you say for you, like, like is a ninja skill that you have that helps either create energy, provide leadership? What would you say is something really, really critical that you want everybody listening to know, hear, feel, and understand? The power of positivity. Mm -hmm. And a lot of folks will hear that and they'll say, oh, that's hokey. Uh, it might be hokey for you. It's not hokey for me. My father grew up in Baltimore City. If you ever saw the show The Wire, he grew up in Forest Park. It wasn't a place that you necessarily want to visit. I love Baltimore, but there are certain places that you just want to avoid. That's where he grew up in the projects. Uh, but his attitude and his mindset was one of positivity. To be the only one out of his family to graduate high school to go on to college and get his master's degree, just the importance of believing. You talked about that, that voice in your mind mm -hmm. that might say, don't do the article, don't hit send. That's a powerful voice. And so many times we talk so much mad crap to ourselves, that head right. trash, as I've heard people reference it, we start to believe the hype. I've been blessed. When I was younger, my mom, before we went to bed, we would say our prayer and then I would have to say, I am somebody. 10 times. I am somebody. When you say that every night with your mom cheering you on, you start to believe I am somebody. <laughs> and maybe I'm not, but shoot, you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> I believe that I am somebody. So I would implore your listeners to believe in yourself. If you have to say it out loud, say it proud. Kevin Hart says it best. Say it with your chest. Be confident that you are somebody and that you were destined to do great things. You weren't put on this earth to be mediocre. I think T.I., the great philosopher, T.I., Tip, says it best. I don't want no mediocre. That's what I'm trying. I'm not trying to go through life being mediocre. There's no fun in that. I like to have fun. You don't know me well, Ryan, but I like to have fun. And I have fun when I'm taking chances, calculated chances. Right. I'm, I'm doing things at a high level and I'm improving and I'm learning. I mean, I don't know, something clicks. Like when we're youngsters as a baby, you can't remember it, but when you started to learn how to stand and how to walk, you went through a lot of failure. You fell down and then you climbed your way back up with a smile on your face. You did the little oogie boogie dance. You, you fell down it. and you did it again. You so shake somehow, it when we you get older, we forget that when we fall down, we got to get back up again. Brush your shoulder off and make it happen. And do it with fun, with a smile on your face. So that, 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 that would be what I would implore all your listeners. The power of positive thinking, that internal belief. Henry Ford says it best. Whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. Nailed it on the head. Yes, and in the analogy of uh, getting up when you're a baby and learning to walk, I think is awesome because what are you, you going to do? You, you fall down five times, you're just like, all right, he's never going to walk the rest of his life. She's never going to walk through it. I mean, you don't do that. So why do we do that when we're adults? It's really, really obvious and clear. So I think, I think you nailed it, man. And folks, if you haven't seen Larry Lawn Jr. online, check him out. His energy is infectious. His enthusiasm is infectious. I now literally have more energy just from this interview in terms of talking to him. So uh, I encourage you. He's, he comes from a really amazing place and is on the track to do amazing things. So Larry, do you want to share with, with the listener 
where they can find you, where they can get some more Larry Lawn Jr., and, and then we'll wrap things up. I love it. Thank you so much, Ryan. The best place to find me is on LinkedIn. Uh, you'll see the smile for a mile. I've got the face for radio. There's no mistaking big old smile. Larry Long Jr. on LinkedIn. Uh, feel free to connect. Send me a personalized note. I would love to connect with you. If there's anything I can do to assist you, serve as a resource, I'm happy to help. Excellent. Well, thank you for being on today. You've been an amazing guest and a joy to have on. And uh, I would like to thank you for joining us as well on the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast. And we will see you next time. Thank you, Ryan. That was a home run of a conversation. <laughs> nice. Okay, so let's do the bonus tip really quick. Um, so I'm going to welcome everybody back real quick. And then we'll, uh, I'll ask you kind of the, the question that I was talking about. Welcome everybody. This is Ryan Staley back with Larry Lawn Jr. for the sales tip of the week. And so essentially the question I had for you, Larry, that I, I thought would be great for everyone listening is if you had to start over and do it all over today, let's say it's Monday. Let's, you know, let's say today's Tuesday and you're starting over next Monday in today's environment, what would you do? What's the one thing you would focus on to share with everybody? Yeah, the biggest thing, Ryan, and I shared it before around mindset, but really my focus would be on leveraging my network. How do I expand my network and the relationships? How do I create new relationships? How do I be a, a go-giver? Not a go-getter. I, I want go-getters, but how can I give and give and give some more to as many people as I can? Because it's magical. The more you give, the more you receive. It's absolutely amazing. And in today's world where people want the uh, magic, they want the, the magic route, the silver bullet. There is none. I, I'm sorry to spoil it for y'all. It doesn't exist. But when you work hard, you help people, it's magical how much uh, success you'll see. So, so that, and that's great. Let me dig a little deeper. So let's say you walk in the office that the Monday, I, I don't know why I'm obsessed with this Monday stuff. Maybe that's because that's when they'll be listening to it. But Monday, you walk in and you got zero connections on LinkedIn. You got zero network. What would you do to build that? What tactically would you do to build that? Yes, I would, I would find the folks that I want to engage with. If I'm in sales, I'm going to look for those sales leaders that are doing things, that are doing positive things. I'm going to find those connections, those organizations of people that are like-minded, and I'm going to surround myself. I'm going to find a way to get in where I fit in. So we all started at zero. None of us came in and had a book of business of contacts on LinkedIn. You got to start with one. A streak starts at one. <laughs> you get one, that's a streak. Now you get two. So tactically, I would say go on and observe, kind of scope out the landscape, find your lane, and then own that lane. Make it your lane. And it doesn't have to look like my lane. I would encourage you, don't make it look like my lane. Stay in your lane. But mm -hmm. make it happen in terms of those genuine connections of people that you can help, but also people that can help you. It works both ways. So essentially, who do you want to engage with? Understand why. Why do you want to engage with them? What do you have that can impact them? What do they have that can impact you? 
and then just learn along the way of how to go about making those connections. I know that we talked about it before. Some people aren't open to connecting. That's okay. I employ a strategy called FIDO. It stands for, I don't know if we have HR in the house, but it stands for effort, drive on. Forget about it. Drive on. FIDO. I'm going to move on to the next one. And essentially, if I continue that and I'm at a spirit of what can I give you, it's just magical how many people will come into your universe, come into your network, and, and you'll attract like-minded folks that also like to give, and that's where the magic happens. So Monday morning, go ahead and make those connections. Be crystal clear on what you can bring to the table, what you're hoping to accomplish. And, and I hate to say it, it's like Nike said, just do it. Mic drop. Boom. I love it. All right. Thank you, Larry Long Jr. for the extra tip of the week. It's been awesome. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Ron. Thank you for spending the time with me today. I know that time is one of the most valuable resources, so I truly honor and appreciate you coming along this journey with me. One of the things that I wanna ask you is if you really truly enjoyed this and know someone that this can make an impact on, please share this episode with them. If you're on a journey for financial and lifestyle freedom, it is always exponentially better if we're building a tribe with like-minded people who are on the same journey. In addition, I have an amazing PDF for you that could be career changing in terms of the content. Essentially what it is are the top 10 questions that every big customer is asking behind closed doors that no one is telling you about. I'll put a link for it in the show notes. So check it out. It's my free gift for you for being a part of this launch and being a part of this journey with me. And I hope to see you soon.